0: It is
1: the beginning of the year 1091 of the Third Age. Ziv Reinhold, you have just arrived in Hanaria with the caravan you have been escorting. As you travel through the walled city streets, the squalor of the city is unbearable. But towards the center of the city, a castle surrounded by a moat comes into view. Matching the outer marble walls, the sunlight seems to brighten and reflect here in the center of the city off the polished stone. Vibrant lush trees stretch above the inner castle walls, and there is a sterile cleanliness about the king's home. The caravan then takes a turn from the castle down a wide street, and a series of elaborate towers come into view. The eight towers, all with unique styles and shapes, are painted different colors with gold accents. And when the caravan stops near the base of one of the towers, a set of double doors open, and many teenage acolytes come pouring out in an orderly fashion to grab the goods off the wagons. The caravan leader walks towards the door as a mage dressed in orange robes approaches him. Ziv, you catch a glance at the mage and notice his eyes have no irises or pupils. His entire eyeball is glazed over with a golden hue. The wagon driver leans over to you and says, First time seeing them? What's with their eyes? That's the golden krail. Is it like a sickness? I don't honestly know. It's, um... Supposedly, these men, the Golden Krell, are some sort of magic folk. You picture them like a, like a doctor using abnormal practices to find better results. I imagine they're doing something with these materials in an experimental way, and I think some of their successful experiments turn normal people like us into those golden hued eyes.
2: Oh my. I wonder what it
1: costs, though. Everything has a price. I honestly can't tell you. I don't know nothing about the magics rumors are is that they're Wizard Rainbow rejects. The people across the across the sea that... Have you ever heard the Wizard's Rainbow? Yeah,
2: I want to go see it. Well, I guess they wouldn't want to just sit around and not
1: research things. I mean, they're wizards after all. I just I just don't know anything about this magic stuff. They always have some weird... some weird cargo that they want. I, I've seen some of it. I haven't seen anything that we've bring in on this trip. Why don't we ask one of them? They're pretty protective and secretive. I, I don't know if... That's something you should do. I mean, I'm not going to stop you.
2: Well, you know what, Earl? I am going to take a chance because, well, if I let it pass up, then I might never know. I will go over to uh, one of the acolytes, maybe loading up stuff and be like, Hi, my name's Ziv. What's your name?
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You scared me. I thought you were, oh, one, I'm sorry. Of, I thought you were one of the mages. Um, I'm sorry. I, I got to get this barrel inside. Wait, are you okay? Well, Oh, yeah. It's just, you know, I'm training and... I'm not supposed to talk to anybody.
2: That's a harsh part of training. I just wanted to learn. How can I learn about this golden krail? Um,
1: do you know how to cast magic? Yeah. Do you want to sacrifice some of your blood? Uh, Eh, what's that do? You hear a mage from a distance yell down from the tower.
2: Get back to work, boy! We're just discussing magic theory!
1: The boy kind of shivers and shakes and, and just kind of starts to run off with the barrel.
2: That's disappointing.
1: What? Sacrifice blood.
2: Huh. Might be fun. And I'll just go whistling back to Earl. Earl, they sacrificed their blood.
1: They sacrificed their blood?
2: Yeah. That
1: sounds awful.
2: Well, you don't know. Maybe it's fun. Maybe it doesn't feel bad. It's magic after all.
1: I mean, have you ever had a cut?
2: Yeah, I got stabbed through my side one time by a boar.
1: It was horrible. I have a big scar. Would you say that... that hurt? Because... Well, yeah. I imagine they had to do something like that to get the blood out of you, right?
2: I thought maybe they just cast some sort of necrotic spell, and
1: I guess that would hurt too.
2: Fair enough, Earl. Fair enough.
1: And as the acolytes finish unloading the wagons, a large sack of coin is placed in the hands of the caravan leader, and you see him begin to pay each person involved in the mission. Last time on the four or Can I get you anything else?
3: Those two mugs, I want you to refill those.
1: Two mugs. Yes, one, two. And I point at him. <laughs> Finch, you feel a sharp edge against your skin on your lower back. How did you get into town without paying my
0: entrance fees? You unhand him. Pull the blade off of my back before I remove you myself. I'm going to turn around and drunkenly pounce on him.
4: <laughs> nice. <laughs>
5: All right, well, I'm going to cast Hypnotic Pattern. Uh, so at this point, I will just yell out, uh, you two stop fighting at once. What are you doing out here?
1: Here to get my entrance fees.
5: Your entrance fees?
1: Yeah, I run this town.
5: Doesn't look like you're running it right now.
1: Yeah, I am. What do you mean?
5: Did you see two guys out here a second ago? No. Where'd this hat come from? I'll point at the hat I'm still wearing. I don't know. They were peeing. How about a little gnome. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I've, I've never slept drunk before. And then I'm going to walk to my room. Well... I guess we're
6: done for the night, and then I'll kind of go in my room the same.
3: <laughs>
5: I'll see you in
1: the morning.
6: Good night. I'm just going to try to find my room.
1: Doroth, you have just entered your room in the tavern.
6: What is all this trash? A drum? I guess he's
4: a musician. Oh, Okay, I can do this.
2: Hey,
1: uh, you
4: You seen my hat? You had it outside. Did I? Yeah.
1: I never go anywhere without my hat. Oh. We gotta get that hat back
4: We gotta get that hat
5: I guess we should wait on Doroth And then we gotta find this captain, right?
1: Oh, they left already Wait, what? Uh, the captain and Doroth When did they leave? Uh, about two hours ago at sunrise I stand up Yeah, I stand (laughs) up
5: too Where'd they go? They just went out the door. Did they say anything? No.
0: Was he wearing his hat? I told you we couldn't trust those damn pirates. Oh, my God. Have you seen him? Se- seen who? Siddeley. Wh- when was the last time you saw him? He's missing. Since for, for, for how long? We went home last night. I haven't seen him since. Where does Sicily live? He
1: lives on the 11th Street up from the docks. You start going down 11th Street on the west side, and you find a brown house with white trim. It's the only one on the street. I'll walk up and knock on the door. Siddeley. Siddeley, are you in there? I have thieves' tools. So. Give me a proficiency
0: dexterity check.
1: You can try to unlock the door with your lockpick kit.
0: Um, I rolled a 19.
1: 19. You easily unlock the door.
0: Well, there's definitely been some sort of tussle here,
5: and this, this dust. No one's been here for weeks, maybe even a month. That's weird. Didn't wait,
1: wait, oh.
5: And then these these footprints. I'll just start following them. As <laughs> in his mind <laughs> palace right now.
1: <laughs>
5: Before we leave, I would like to return the cottage
1: to the state it was when we found it. As you get to the main street and you look across the street on the east side of 11th Street, you see about 150 yards away, you see Doris, and you see him walking with someone up to a house. And that person that he's with is carrying a bunch of clothes in their hands. And on top of that pile of clothes, the captain's hat. From about 150 feet away, you see Dorothy and a man you have never seen before walk into a house from a distance. The man was carrying a bundle of clothes along with the captain's hat. What is the man wearing? You caught a quick glimpse of him, and he's wearing like uh, just some brown linen clothes, like, so- like short sleeve shirt, some pants, and it looks like it was blotchy, kind of stained in places, but you couldn't really tell from this distance what kind of stains they were. Shoes. You couldn't see because of the other people in the area. Fair. Did you guys just see that? What's Doroth doing with that guy? We, we gotta go get him. Yeah, let's go. I'll just start running over there. Likewise. So you run across the busy main street into the other road. As you approach the the house Doroth and the stranger went into, it's kind of a simple building with an odd structure. From the front door to the back of the house, it's on a decline heading towards the coast. It appears the back half of the house is being held up by a cobblestone foundation. The cobblestone also makes up most of the walls on the outside, on the back half of the house. Above the door you see a crooked sign that seems to have rotted over time. Something is written, but you can't easily make out what it says because of the rotted wood. Can I try to make out what it is? How would you like to try that? Um, how? Just like an investigation check? Yeah. Sure, okay. Uh, That's a crit miss. Your devil's sight is, like, getting in the way. Like, I the just, sun's out, and it's like, <laughs> extremely bright. And so, like, instead of dampening, like, brightening up the darkness, it's like your devil's sight like, you just can't adjust with the sun in your eyes.
5: I just destroy what's remaining of the wood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, even, what?
1: Even with the sweet shades <laughs> wait, on. Wait, really?
4: You just you can destroy gonna, it? Give anyone else a chance to see what <laughs> Well, I wasn't
5: in. doing it on purpose. I was just saying it was like, crit, miss. <laughs> 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 I, like, try to take it down, and it just
1: crumbles in my hands.
4: And your old man, <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wait, are you trying to take it off of the, the wall? Yeah, we'll say I did that. Okay, uh, yeah, give me a dexterity save in that sense because it is rotten wood. That's gonna be a big old two. <laughs> yep. Uh, as soon as you pull it off of the wall, the nail, the one nail that was still holding it in place, just kind of like holds onto it as much as it can, and you snap it off, and it like crumbles and breaks and cracks all over the place. Oh, whoops! You'll have to play like a puzzle game if you really want to try and uh, get that back together.
6: Bellamy, what are you doing?
5: I was trying to read the sign, but it was it's. Bright out. Oh, my so wait, you didn't read it? No, I couldn't see it, so I was trying to take it off, and
6: it just broke. The Hold sign on. doesn't matter. We just got a good door. Hold on. I turn down and cast Mending. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that puzzle game. Hold on.
1: All right. So, yeah, you cast Mending, and the I'm not going to say that it unrots the wood, but I will say that it puts it all back together on the ground in front of you if you want to give an investigation check. I will. And I'll give you advantage since you used mending. Like it fixed it more than what it was before.
6: Uh, that is an 18.
1: That succeeds. Uh, the sign says Butch's Butchery. What, what's, it? <laughs> <laughs> what's it say? I'm like peeking over,
5: like squinting.
6: I think it says Butch's Butchery.
5: So it's a butcher shop.
6: I, I guess so. It's an odd name. I guess maybe their names Butch Butches. So imagine that there's an emergency <laughs> happening. <laughs> and y'all are just
4: standing outside I mean, of the ER, just like, what's this sign say? Is it? I think it, so. It's an ER. Are,
7: are we like directly in front of this building? Yeah. Are there windows in this building?
1: There are windows. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. <laughs>
0: But I mean, okay, so oh, we, we saw Dorth walking in there, but he doesn't look injured. All we know is that he left early. We don't know that he's technically in danger, right? Correct. I mean, you yeah. have no reason to think he's in danger. Yeah, he's not, just
1: like, being weird.
7: Yeah. I mean, I think he's in danger This okay. he's with a pirate. That's true. Okay. Kath, okay. Think, Kath okay. thinks he's
1: with a pirate, so it's he's in danger. But now just... he's not with a pirate, so what does Kath think?
7: Uh, uh, he doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> he'll he'll, uh, he'll look through the window as all this
1: is going on, though. All right. Uh, Give me a perception check, then. Twenty-one. Um, with the twenty-one, I will say that you didn't quite. You saw something shift in the peripheral of your eye, like whenever you were thinking I should look in the window. So you go to look, but you don't know what it. You didn't see exactly what it was. So you go peek inside, and you put your face up against the window, and it's just like a a one-room, like a, a one-room sh- cottage shop, I guess you could say. You see a bed on one on one side kitchen set on the other, and there is a counter right in front of the door where it looks like he may serve, like, sell his butchery. I don't know what the word is there. I guess I should have Googled that. Meat? <laughs> 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 meat. C- yes, where he would sell his meat. His Cutlets. meat goods. <laughs> um, but it is very dusty on the inside, a lot like Sidley's place.
3: It, it doesn't look like anyone's been in there for a while. It's all dusty, like uh, S- Sidley's place.
1: What should we do? We should go in, right? Yeah. I'll uh I'll try to open the door. All right. Uh you try to open the door and it is locked, but the doorknob does jiggle. I'll just kind of look at it, uh, look at everyone.
3: Uh,
0: stand back. <laughs> oh, <shit.
5: laughs> I stand back.
0: I'll go ahead and stand back too. Shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are
6: are we not going to I mean, can we not? <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, why would we do that, door to trouble.
6: It, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's been two weeks since we played, guys.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going
7: to kick in the door.
1: All right. Give me a strength check. 15. 15 just beats it. You uh, take your foot, or you, you step step up close to the door, and you are on a stoop because they did walk upstairs, so it's kind of awkward, but your, your height as a half-orc gives you kind of an advantage. And you take your foot and you do that like SWAT team kick at the doorknob area and push it in. And the door breaks. Uh, yeah, so
7: I'll run in and uh, just kind of look around and look in the direction that I saw the, the shadow shifting around.
1: Yeah, the shadow shifting around was just kind of in the back part of the room. You don't really know where it was, but you look around and you see, the, you see that counter that I mentioned. Whenever you looked in the window, that's about 10 feet in front of you. And then to the right, that kitchen section that I mentioned. To the left, a small bedroom set up, and on the back wall, slightly to the right, a door.
5: I'm going to walk in. Okay. And I just want to start investigating the area, like going around and looking like how I did at Sidley's place. Okay. I mean, is there a specific place you want to look at or just investigate in general? In general, and I want to look for similarities to Sidley's place. like. So you're looking for like footprints? Yeah, footprints and like maybe like the same amount if the same amount of time has passed since this place was like abandoned looking okay. that kind of thing. I think we
1: did a survival check for that. Yeah, I think so actually, yeah. 18. 18. Okay, so directly in front of the door where you're at, you do see that there is some like some dust movement, like the ki- the dust has been kicked up on the ground over towards and you kind of like go to the middle of the room and see if you can find that trail of where they were going. It looks like it kind of goes to a Y. It looks like it goes to the right and to the left. And these look like new footprints? The ones to the... Do I see s- small gnome footprints, maybe? Give me a investigation check this time. Now that you've found the tracks, give me an investigation. Six. Uh, you cannot determine.
5: Uh, well, someone's definitely been here. I mean, it's abandoned just like Sidley's place was. Well, yeah, we just saw him walk in. Yeah, uh, where else could they have gone? I
1: guess through this door, and I'll walk up to it. (laughs) Okay, so you walk up to the door. I'm gonna try to open it. Okay, so you put your hand on the doorknob and you try to shake. This one doesn't jiggle. It's like almost like the doorknob is a piece of stone. Like it doesn't even have a doorknob type thing. Oh, it's locked,
5: but it feels really sturdy. I like the rest of this building. Is it magical?
1: I'm gonna detect magic. You cast detect magic, and it is not magical. Is there any magic in the area? There's no magic in the area.
5: No, I don't detect anything around here. I'll, uh, I'll walk up to
7: the door and put my ear against it and see if I can hear anything. Give me a perception check.
1: Six. You do not hear anything.
3: I don't hear anything coming from inside. Stand back. <laughs> <laughs> I stand back.
7: I'll okay. also stand back. I'll, uh, this time I'm going to get my war my, uh, warhammer and shield just ready and then I'm gonna try to kick the door in again. Okay, give me
1: a strength check. Rit! Rit. Okay, Uh, so interestingly, you do do something. You don't bust all the way through. You break the wall, because it appears this door is not a door, it was a hidden, like, it was basically a fake door. And you just kinda bust through the wall with like your shield. Jesus. And like, there's like a small hole about the size of your shield that you can see through.
7: Whoa. We'll look in there. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll
1: approach, too, and try to look. So you, you kind of peek in with your dark vision and your devil's sight, and you do see three butcher's tables. They're very large, and there are three carcasses on them. Human? Humanoid, and they're rotting pretty bad. And it smells awful. <clears throat> it smells real bad.
6: What do you see, guys?
0: Oh, They're
5: cutting up people
1: in here. <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: I've got to take a look after hearing that. Okay,
1: so you put, you put your head in the hole and you look around and you do see that, like, there are like human bodies there.
0: I'm going to put, like, a handkerchief up to my, like, mouth and face. Just like, my God.
1: <laughs>
4: He's
0: the
1: detective.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, give me a perception check, you guys.
6: That is a 20.
1: 9. 16. 16. Uh, Astro, Finch, and Felomir. The three of you, as you're, like, huddled in this area, do look up into the right, and you see, like, a, a mess of cobwebs in the top right corner that have kind of come down pretty low, and there's a lever hidden in the, sh- the spiderwebs.
5: On this side of the door or on that On the side? right side of the door. Like, on this side of the wall, though? Yes. Like, the side that we're on? Okay. Oh, well, what's this? And I'm just going to go up to it and pull it. Okay. <laughs>
0: Man. Brazen. <laughs> Fel- old Felomir, is crazy. <laughs> all right.
1: So, uh, all four of you give me constitution saving throws. 13. Does this say a trap? It is. Dangerous
7: sense. Advantage versus traps and spells. 22. Great, miss.
1: <laughs> Shit. Uh, I got a 10. 10? Okay. Astra, Felomir, and Finch, you take 22 poison damage. Now. Yeah. And Keth, you take 11 for taking half. The four squares from this corner, if you're picturing a battle map in front of this door, the four squares from the corner has filled up with a poison cloud. And where is this in relation to the hole in the wall? Right where the door is. Okay. And I'm gonna like stumble back and just fall. Okay, so you step out of the cloud and fall onto your ground onto the ground? astra Cuff bench. As quickly as possible. Just out, getting of out. It. Yeah. Yeah, I will back out. Alright, so you back out and then what?
0: <laughs> Damn you,
3: Philomere. I I'm sorry, I thought I would have like opened the door. Oh, we, we gotta go back there. for dark gets pushered.
6: Is it just lingering? Yeah, it, in the well, doorway.
1: Well, now that you look at it, Astra, uh, it moves out. It gets bigger, as if like you need to turn it off. So now it's covering nine squares and starting to fill the room.
6: Okay, I cast gust of wind.
1: Okay, and you push like you cast gust of wind into the corner, spreading the poison out and dispersing it, and you all feel just uh. Heavy breeze going through this dusty room, and it's like kicking up a bunch of dust all over the place now. I'm
5: still just sitting on the ground, just flailing. <laughs> um, as soon as I see
7: that the uh, gas is dissipated, I'm gonna run back to the, the hole and try to.
1: I guess, can I fit through it? Uh, no, it's like shield size, so you're gonna have to bust it up more. Right. yeah, uh, sp- but you hear like a, a hissing going on outside of the gust of wind. And it sounds like uh, that lever turned on, that hiss.
7: I'll uh, I'll look up at the lever and, and try to re re uh, position it. Mm. Alright, you push it back
1: up and you hear that hiss go away. Fixed it. And then I'm gonna just start hammering at the wall. Okay. <laughs> I love how I designed this entire dungeon. Yeah, <laughs> We're dude. just going to bust through. <laughs> this the very first time where Keth's actually busting through something. Nice. Well, One this time,
7: I, I've, I've proven that previously I would have been correct in busting through the college. So now I'm getting the opportunity.
1: <laughs> Guess I'll have to plan for that next time. <laughs> <laughs> Kath takes his hammer and starts to smash through the wall. And once you get all the way through, you that stench is just awful. It has filled this entire room. Uh, Look around. Alright. Inside this area you find a ten foot wide staircase in the back left corner. Uh, And then it's really just these three butcher's tables. Two of them are actually empty. The bodies are all on one. And whenever you go and look at the bodies, it's two um, adult size and then one small size. Small, he says. I want to investigate the bodies. They've been rotting for quite a while. So give me an okay. investigation check.
0: I'd also like to inspect too, s- specifically the small one. Sure. Yeah, you get
1: advantage, Velomir. Uh, that is a twenty. You don't think it's Doroth. Okay. You do think that it was a child.
0: Can maybe I piece together that it might be Siddley?
1: No, because Siddley is like a older teenage boy. Oh, okay. Okay. Plus, they so, look like they've
5: small. been they've been rotting for a while. You said and we saw Siddley... Last night. Well, I, know, so.
0: I don't know. It could be some weird thing where, you know, there's a doppelganger or some <laughs> shit going on. I don't know.
5: So does it look like they're being butchered? Uh, no. It looks like they were killed and just put here. Okay, so are they're not, like, cut open or anything like that? They're just dead? Yeah, they're just dead. Can I determine what killed them?
1: Give me a medicine check.
4: The coroner over here.
5: Twelve. Are you proficient in it? No. I'm going to say you don't know. Okay, does it look like it was a flesh wound or something else?
1: It does not look like it was a flesh wound. Okay.
5: Well, I don't know how these things died, but they've been dead for a long time. It does appear they've been dead for quite a while. And it, there's no wounds on, on them. Hmm. Over there were poison. That makes sense. I'll uh, I'll slowly
7: approach the stairway.
1: That's the, the only like exit or entrance, I guess, uh, from this room, right? Yes, the staircase going down is the only thing that leaves this room. There's no windows or anything. This is a cobblestone siding that you saw from the outside. Right. I'll uh, look, look down the staircase. Okay. So you look down the staircase. It goes down for about half a floor, and then it t- takes a left.
5: Nowhere
6: to go but down.
5: I guess so. Is there anything else in this room apart from the tables mm-hmm. and the bodies? Okay.
6: Hey, just be careful. They're obviously traps.
5: What's the marching order? <laughs> I'll uh, I'll go first with so my
1: shield up. Okay.
5: I'd probably be behind them.
1: I can take the rear with the arrows. Okay. Let me push you third, Astra. Sure. All right. So as you round the corner, Kath, with your dark vision, um, what you see in the room is a bunch of like hanging meat meat hooks, and uh, there are like animal carcasses all hanging from them. Except a lot of them have fallen because they've been rotting for so long. Like this place has been uncared for for quite a while. So there are some that are like still hanging on slightly, and then some that have uh, fallen to the ground. And as you get to the bottom floor, and like all of you are seeing this this scene in the room. Doroth steps out from behind one of the carcasses that are hanging from a meat hook and just
0: kind of looks at you. Doroth! the hell are you doing down here? Hello! Hi! What's up? What is up?
3: I asked you first. We're looking for you. Yeah, we've been looking for you. Where'd you go? We thought you'd been taken. I'm standing
4: right here in front of you.
0: But why are you standing right here in front of us in this old, run-down, abandoned butcher shop?
4: Can I not just have personal space?
0: If it's down here, it's just gonna raise some questions, that's all. Yeah, there
5: were like human bodies up there. Really? I had to bust through a wall to get down here.
4: Why would you do
6: that?
5: Because it was a a trap door. Yeah, there was poison and everything. It hurt,
0: I'm actually kind of, it hurts really bad still.
6: Yeah, like can you cast a, give us some healing spells or something? Like we came all the way down here to see what's going on. Can I what? Oh. No, of course. Just g- give give me a minute.
4: Um so what? Uh, you you burst through a wall?
0: Yeah. Why? We thought the captain took you. Can I start investigating this room while this is happening? Like while they're talking, I'm going to start walking around and looking in the corners and stuff. Sure. It doesn't feel right. Sure.
1: Yeah, you start to like you walk off of the stairs and kind of like inspect the room. Um what's your AC? My AC is 15. You take eight damage as a cutlass appears out of nowhere and just slashes against your side. And then you see the captain who has come out of invisibility and ready to attack. I told you! And then whenever you turn back and look at Dor, he has unsheathed his rapier and is pointing it at you. Give me initiatives. you're first.
6: Okay, um, so I'm at the top of the stairs. Can I... Did I see what just happened?
1: Yeah, so basically what happened is uh, Finch snuck by you while Kef was talking to Doroth to get a peek around the room, trying to position himself, not knowing what was happening. And then you hear a schlink, a shink, schlink of a sword, and Finch probably lets out a...
6: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then... Doris pulls his rapier and points it at the group.
6: Can I hold my turn but still move? Mm,
1: no. Well, kind of. You can move and then take the ready action. Yeah. Uh, but you have to basically call what's gonna trigger your ready action. So I mean, you either delay or you move and take a ready action. And the ready action can be like a spell, but you have to basically tell me what you're gonna do. You're basically okay. calling your your shot.
6: Astra is just gonna see what just uh, happened to Finch and just yell what's going on and just run down the stairs and and I'm gonna ready Raya Frost.
1: Cool. And then after Astra since she's readying Raya Frost for her an attack from one of these two we're gonna move on to Keth. Alright so first thing
7: upon seeing the captain uh, the former slaver uh, attack or former pirate attack uh, I'm gonna fly into a rage Okay. Uh, with my free action <laughs> uh, with I guess my Bonus action, I'm going to dig into my backpack and start running towards Doroth and pull out a potion of sea invisibility from the school that I never used. Okay. You can see Dorth though. Yeah, but there might be others.
4: Oh. Drink okay. it. Oh, okay. okay. And
1: by the time I get there, I want to use my action. To- okay, you don't have to use a bonus action with that. Uh, drinks, taking potions is in tandem with your movement. Okay. So you're taking an invisibility, a sea invisibility visibility potion, mm-hmm. and you're running where to the captain? To Doroth. To Doroth. Yeah. And what are you doing once you get there again? Grappling him. Grappling him. Give him like a big old bear hug. work hug. Go. All right. So, um give me the athletics versus athletics I guess I guess it could be acrobatics okay 23 22 oh mm. wow mm. <laughs> almost slipped out of there mm. uh, so Doroth, you are grappled by keth is that all that happens this turn yeah I'm not gonna attack him I'm just gonna hold him and say, not don't not do to,
3: not today
4: after <laughs> <laughs> Kath we're gonna move on to Doroth. All right, so while I'm grappled, I'm just going to scream out, Do you know how expensive it is to replace a wall? And I'm just going to start trying to, like, hit him on the head with the butt.
1: Okay, of so you're, a- you're going to try and hit him with the butt of the rapier? Yes. You don't want to try to escape the grapple?
4: I should probably do that first. Okay. Yeah, I will try to escape the grapple.
1: Uh, I think that will kill your movement speed is how we usually play that. I don't think we've ever had this situation, though, to know... I'm not sure if anyone's ever escaped my grapple. <laughs> Ooh. All right. Okay. Uh, so, you, rat. yeah, I guess give me athletics versus acrobatics to see if you get out, Doroth.
4: 21.
1: 19. Okay. Yes. Doroth, your little body just slithers out from his grapple and you, like, get underneath his legs. And I'm actually going to give you a movement. Uh, so, you can move half of your movement speed.
4: Okay. I am going to move um, back one space and then against the wall. And, uh, oh boy. So basically what's going through his mind here is he's pulled his rapier out and he he wants to attack, but not this dude, cause no. Okay. So he's gonna get, chill back for a second. And I'm also gonna have that just be my turn. I,
1: I, I need to. Okay. So you're just gonna move and not do anything. Um, are you, there are the hanging meats everywhere. I know. Okay. Are you trying to
4: hide? Uh, are there any between me and Keth?
1: Uh, yeah, they're all over the room. Yes, of course. Yes.
5: You yeah, could take hide, or you could take like the dodge action, or there's a couple of actions you could take without attacking.
4: I'm going to use my my uh, stealth and hide.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah, give me a hide check, which is going to be stealth.
4: It's going to be a 17.
1: Um, and I'm gonna just going to put that against you, Keth, because you're the one that's technically engaged with him. So that would be a perception. Velomir. And Astra, I'm going to let you all get in on this perception as well. All right.
4: I'm going to actually say that's a 22. All right. Uh, 19.
1: Tw-
5: 22. 21
1: perception. Defender wins. Yes. All right. Bitches. Um, y'all don't know where Doroth is.
4: I just, like, everyone's looking at me. <laughs> I just <am> back <laughs> into the darkness like Batman.
1: <laughs> After Doroth is Um. All
5: right. I am just going to ready. I'm not going to move. Okay. What are you going to ready? Uh, since I don't see Doroth anymore, I'm just going to focus on the captain, and I'm going to ready an Eldritch Blast if he
1: attacks. Okay. And that's it. All right. And then after Felomir, we got Finch.
0: Okay. Well, I'm being attacked, and everyone's just watching. So <laughs> I'm going to melee because I still don't have a sword.
1: You're gonna melee because you don't have a
0: sword. Yeah, I still haven't picked one up. I just made a note to myself to get one from the Crimson Command post when we get there. Um, how are you gonna melee without a sword? I'm just gonna punch him in the face. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, actually, you know, what? I have a crowbar.
6: <laughs>
0: yes. It's an improvised. Uh, that's weapon. an improvised
1: weapon. Do you, um,
6: wait, do you actually have the crowbar?
1: Yeah. Or was
6: I, it? It was the hand axe or the hand pig? Yeah, Never the pick. Never mind. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. I think an improvised
1: weapon, unless you have the feet, is the same as unarmed? I feel like it should do more. <laughs> I don't like that if that's the case. Because, I mean, a crowbar is going to hurt a lot more than an improvised weapon.
4: Oh, well, depending on if you're the most dangerous man in the world or not. Yeah, well, a
1: crowbar is an improvised weapon. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying yeah. is that if if it's the same thing as an unarmed attack, I would think a crowbar would hurt more than an unarmed attack. Yeah. I would do like a D2 I mean, or if D3. I punch you, I'm, it's not going to hurt. If I hit you with a crowbar, it's going to fucking hurt.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
7: True. <laughs> Often an improvised weapon is similar to an actual weapon and can be treated as such. For example, a table leg is akin to a club. At the GM's option, a character proficient with a weapon can use a similar object as if that weapon it were that weapon and use his or her proficiency bonus.
1: Okay, I would say a crowbar is like a mace, probably like a light mace. Yeah. Uh, or maybe a light hammer. Let's go with a light hammer. So that's going to be a D4 plus your strength modifier if you use the if you hit with the crowbar. I'm going to keep my crowbar
0: written down as a weapon. I'm going to start using that a little bit more. I'm going to be, yeah, like, that, that's part of the rogue pinch right there. going to using the crowbar. Like Joker and Injustice. Pull a fucking crowbar out. All right. So I'm going to take a swing. I get two attacks per turn, so I'm going to take two swings. All right. Uh, the first one's real good. Um, that's 25. And the second one is real bad. It's an 8 so I assume only one hits yes only one hits 7 damage
1: 7 damage you take the crowbar and you just like kind of pull it from like a hook that's on your backpack or something and just spring it around and just hit him upside the forehead with it and uh, he takes the hit and like goes to kind of a knee but he springs back into action real quick with his cutlass and swipes at you uh 24
0: yeah my AC 15 so that's a hit
1: for 13 damage, slashing damage with the cutlass. Mm. And upon seeing that, I'm gonna
5: fire my eldritch blasts.
1: All right, so we're gonna have Astra and <laughs> and fellow Mirror take their ready actions against the captain. Give me the. I guess y'all can just do it at the same time, unless you want. Uh, I rolled an 18 and a 19. Uh, 18 and a 19 both hit. So 21. All of y'all's attacks hit.
5: Right? I do nine damage
6: total. Okay. That is five damage. All right. So yeah, uh,
1: as soon as Finch gets hit after uh, hitting him upside the head with a crowbar, two spell attacks just come from different <laughs> sides and like hit him from both sides. And he is not happy about it at all. And after the captain takes his attack and y'all did y'all's ready, so that's the end of the round. So we're going to go back to the top of the order, which is you, Astra.
0: How hurt does Finch look? I'm hurting real bad over here. Do you want numbers? Yeah, you can give numbers. I'm a 19 out of 67. Yeah, that's Damn. rough.
6: Okay. I'm going to see that and uh, rush over to Finch. And I'm going to do a level three cure wounds. Okay.
1: And you said you're running over there?
6: I guess I'll stand behind him. Uh, 16, 17, 18?
1: 18 health. Thank
6: you. I'm just going to glare at Doroth. You can't. Astra makes things better.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can't glare at me because you can't see
6: me. I'm going to glare at the corner that you disappeared (laughs) in. Hoping I'm still there
4: noticing.
1: (laughs) And after Astra runs up behind Finch and heals him, we're going to move on to the next in order, which is Kath. All right, so I'm going to look uh, look around the room
7: uh, to see if there's anyone else that's invisible and also try to see uh, where Doroth
1: went. Okay, so with your invis- see invisibility, give me. A- I'm gonna- we're going to make this one big perception check, so okay. uh, just give me a perception check. 17. 17. Uh, you look around the room. You do not see any more invisibility people. Doroth, give me a stealth check.
4: It's going to be a 24.
2: Mm.
1: You do not see Doroth. All right, I'm going to uh, charge at the captain then. Okay, just right to him or? Yeah, I'm
7: gonna use uh, my shield master feet to shove him as a bonus action. Shove him back 10 feet off a of Finch. Okay. And then hit him, well, I guess I could. Could I move, Kick like, could I push him and then keep moving forward and attack?
1: How much movement you have? Uh, 40. If you push him back 10 feet, yes, you can still get
7: to him. Okay, that's what I'll do since everyone else is ranged. I'll kind of penny man and
1: it's athletics versus athletics uh, I believe so 18 24 all right you uh, push him and he like he falls back 10 feet and I'll run up smash him with a warhammer and give me the attack 19 that's a hit give me the damage eight you slam him and he's very like he almost goes against the wall to where you've almost got him pinned against the wall Uh, but he stops just ahead of time and he preps himself like he's about to uh, defend himself, but then the hammer just comes in and just hits him square in the chest and he he falls a little bit and he seems pretty hurt, but he is still standing and we are now on to Doroth.
4: Doroth appears behind Keth. Yeah, give me the attack, I'm assuming. Yeah, that's going to be a sneak attack. What? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And also you are flanked Mofo. Yep. Oh so that, wow, yeah. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, that's gonna be that's gonna be a twenty
2: nine. <laughs> <laughs> Shit.
7: Yeah, that uh, that definitely hurts.
4: Okay. Uh, that's going to be
1: uh two D eight plus
4: four, fifteen
1: damage on the sneak attack. So fifteen on the sneak. What about the damage on the weapon? Oh, because you're huh. using the rapier, right?
4: Damage. Okay. So that's 9, 11 All right. on the weapon. So 26 damage? Yes. Shit. 26 piercing
1: damage, and you are enraged, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's half that. So 13. That's
4: for my wall, you big brute! He's pissed about that wall,
1: man. You're going to have
4: to rebuild that and shit. Uh,
1: after Doroth, we are now on to Felomir.
5: All right. I'm just going to go ahead and cast Hypnotic Pattern. Okay. Because I don't know why everyone's attacking everybody right now. <laughs> and I don't really like it. All right. So it's a 30-foot cube within range, and I'm going to center it on everyone.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
5: well, no, actually, I can center it on those three, right? Like Kath, Dorothy and... Kath, Dorith, and the captain. I think you can move it, yeah? Yeah. Because the, uh, the range is 120 feet, and it's a 30-foot cube. Yeah, okay. So yeah, you can do it on just them. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. So you all must make a wisdom saving throw, or you become charmed for the duration. Thirteen. It's a 17. 20 for me. 17 save. By 20 the for the captain.
4: Can I use my lucky dice?
5: No. It's a save. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't know.
4: That's going to be a four.
5: Okay. So how? Do, what happens with hypnotic pattern? If you fail the save, uh, you are charmed and you're incapacitated and have a speed of zero.
1: A charmed creature can't attack the charmed or target the charmer with harmful abilities and mag- or magical effects. Correct. But you're also incapacitated and have a movement of zero. Because that's hypnotic pattern. Yes. Hypnotic- incapacitated means that you can't take actions or reactions. Interesting. Okay, cool. So is that all you do this turn? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's my action. What breaks them out of it? Um, if they get attacked?
5: Yes. Yes. The spell ends for an affected creature if it takes any damage or if someone uses an action to shake the creature out of their stupor. Okay. That's my action. I will we will say I'll move a little closer to Finch and Astra. Okay. And I'll be like, and I'll say to them, don't worry about Kath and Doroth. Get the captain.
1: Wait, do you know that the captain wasn't charmed? Oof. Mm. Um, I don't know. I don't think you would. I don't know. I haven't read the spell, so I don't know. But I mean, it
5: doesn't specify. It says, the pattern appears for a moment and vanishes. Each creature in the area who sees the pattern makes a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, they become charmed for the
1: duration. I assume you wouldn't know if the captain has been charmed until
0: it's his turn. Okay, well, in that case, I wouldn't say anything. Okay. I mean, it's a hypnotic thing. It's not like, I don't know. It's you not know. telepathy. It's yeah, just like- yeah not like connecting to their mind or anything to know. You're just putting something out there that should yeah. affect their minds. So.
1: Okay, cool. Uh, we're I'm going to go it. with that. Yeah. And so after Felomir casts a knock pattern and moves out a little bit, we're going to move on to Finch. Doroth just appeared in front of you, attacked Kev. Felomir did not say anything.
0: So, okay, so I see Doroth take a stab at
1: What A mean stab.
0: A mean stab. But what about <laughs> what about old Wiley? Does he look like he's like taken care of not coming at us or
1: keth has definitely put him in a corner
0: <laughs> so it still looks like keth has him handled. yes then i'm going since i guess basically i'm just going to kind of do what keth did i want to try and bear hug him and like try and knock the rapier out and grab him from behind and like bear hug his arms to his side okay do you want to knock the rapier out or do you want to grapple him? i would assume it would kind of all happen at once if i do a good you enough can't job do both it's, of it's those. one or the other
1: You're not the Bruce Lee. Disarm is also an option. Like, Uh, disarm and grapple are two different actions.
0: Yeah, I'm going to knock the the, the sword out of his little hands then. Okay, so you're going to go for a disarm. Yeah. So it would be your
1: attack with whatever weapon you're using against his acrobatics or athletics.
4: Okay.
0: Okay, so I'll try and use the crowbar to knock the rapier out of his hand. Okay.
4: Now, by the way, should you attempt this, I will not be hypnotized anymore.
1: This he, is true. I don't that, know that, that, though. But Finch doesn't know that. So oh, okay. He's he's role-playing. Okay. Yeah, so give me the attack, Finch. Wait. <laughs> hey, companions. Uh, I'm going to jump in here real quick because the next 10 minutes of audio is us discussing... Oh, hell, hey, Stretch. You, yeah, you can just keep walking up the stairs. I don't know if y'all can hear that. I'm sure you can. His claw's hitting that hardwood. Uh, but basically, next ten minutes of audio it was us arguing—or not arguing—discussing coup de gras because there are several conditions in D anD D that require some thought process, from being charmed, incapacitation to paralyzed to unconscious, and we came up with what we believe is the right way of doing things but I'm going to skip the 10 minutes here and I'm just going to give you this little one minute of audio so back to the combat now. let us roll let you so yeah <laughs> Finch roll with advantage uh Doroth roll normally
0: okay well I already rolled my first one it, okay it was a 23 so second one is lower than that
1: okay so 23 is the attack with the crowbar <clears throat> I have a 13 13 for the defense so Doroth you are disarmed okay all that for just <laughs> <laughs> the crowbar comes swinging in and hits like the uh, the cover of the rapier, and it just he just knocks it like the shock is so much in your hand that you just let go and drops to the floor. But you do snap out of your charm and incapacitation, and after Finch, we are on the captain, who screams, "Oh fuck this!" and he pulls something from his side. Give me a perception check and I'm going to tell you the DC, Kath, because if you fail he gets advantage okay, the DC is 15 but he's also like charmed and stuff, he
4: wasn't charmed
1: no, the captain failed him, or captain succeeded against the charm, Kath is charmed oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah oh, oh oh, okay. Kath is charmed that's right, uh, yeah, just take that back, he gets advantage on you mm. it was a 14 anyway, okay Uh,
7: Defender wins. Well, uh, no, because I can defend myself. Yeah, that's true. So yeah,
1: defender wins. Okay. You dodged a bullet, literally. Uh, He pulls a flintlock from his side and aims it directly at your head and pulls. New shit. The shot explodes. It is extremely loud. It's in this small room. The four of you actually don't even know what a flintlock is. Like, this is not a normal thing. And the boom is almost like Thunder Wave style, 300 feet away, I can hear it. The bullet sh- just goes straight across the room and it pierces the wall, which is underground, so it doesn't like break through. But uh, yeah, there's, it was loud and it just, you barely got missed. That's probably right up in my era too. Yep. Yeah. It's
4: right <laughs> up in all our ears. Like we're all like right there.
1: Uh, you know what, give me con saves, everyone, including the captain.
6: <laughs> that is a nine.
1: It only makes sense that I crit missed. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're also missing an ear. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh no, you're an oh, You're not. No, missing not. an ear. Uh, that's right. uh, Twelve. Sixteen. Nine. Tell them you're the only one that succeeds. Everyone, including the captain, is deafened. A Duffin creature can't hear and automatically fails any ability check that requires hearing. For how long? We're gonna be we're gonna say 1d4 rounds for everyone. So three rounds for Duffins, <laughs> except for Fellow here. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, after the captain is
6: Astra. Yeah. I, I am going to turn to where that gunshot happened, and I will assuming I have a clear shot to the captain. Um, I'm going to cast a level three guiding bolt.
1: Okay, so give me the spell attack.
6: I will use Tides of Chaos to reroll that. All right. All right, so reroll. That is 18 plus five, so 23. That's a hit. And that is 66, 20 damage.
1: Astro, you put the mace to the side and hook it to your belt, and then you take your hand and point it in the direction of the captain, and a guiding bolt a flash of light shoots, shoots from your palm, and a streak hits him directly in the chest, knocking him to the ground. He gets back up. The damage was significant. You can see like a radiant burn on his clothes.
7: And after Astro, we're on to Kat. Um What I'd like to do is kind of turn to the side, and with my shield, I want to hit Dorth and try to shove him back. Hoping that since he's you know one pound that he's gonna move further. Okay. Um, take
1: disadvantage on that actually. Me? Yeah. Only because you said something. I would not have made this happen if you wouldn't have said something.
4: I would have reminded you.
1: Well, that, that negates my advantage. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah. So. Okay. So 17. Uh, and this is a shove with your bonus action. Yeah. Uh, so it's gonna be against your acrobatics, I guess. Ha ha!
4: It's gonna be a twenty seven.
1: Alright, uh so when you throw your elbow back to push him back, expecting him to be one pound, he does not feel one pound. He feels heavier. Motherfucker and been so eating his Wheaties, your, dude. Your <laughs> your light push that you thought was gonna handle him just didn't do it. So he just stand he holds his ground and readies himself.
7: And I'm gonna look just kinda confused and then I'm gonna turn back to the captain and and just take my hammer to his head. All right. Fuck it. I'm going to attack recklessly. Okay. So, uh, Dorth will have advantage when he fucks me up next turn. Doesn't matter. If his captain his will anyone. also have and advantage. And he did not have his
0: rapier right now. so Captain going to be dead. All right. <laughs> Fuck this captain, dude. <laughs> take his boat. We'll make it on ourselves. So, first hit is... Crit. All right.
7: Second hit's going to be a... Uh,
1: 26. That's both hits. Uh, give me the... D20 roll for the critical chart? Oh, yeah. Two. It's a normal critical. Okay.
7: So I also get plus one die on criticals.
1: 16. 16 damage? Yes. With both attacks? No, with the first attack. Okay, with the critical. The critical. Okay. So give me the damage for the second attack. Nine. All right. So that's 25 damage total? Yeah. All right, so you take the hammer and you bring it into his belly and then swing it around and hit him upside the temple. And he he falls. And then you like think he's down down for like a brief second during this combat. And then he moves his shoulder and he starts to get up slowly.
3: Uh,
1: uh! I just yell in frustration that he's not staying down. After Keth is Doroth.
4: Uh, Doroth is going to say, ooh, this is bad and use invisibility.
1: All right. Uh, so you go invisible. And after Doroth is Felomir. All right. I see the captain trying to get back up. Yeah. Yes. I
5: want to run over there. Okay. And I want to cast Shaleli as a bonus action. Okay.
4: Oh, my God. Y'all are just going <laughs> to
1: And I <murder>. want to
5: <laughs> attack him using subtle damage.
1: Okay. Give me the attack. That is a 24. That's a hit. 10 damage. But you want to do it as non-lethal. Correct. Which means he drops a zero and he's incapacitated. Or not incapacitated, unconscious.
5: Yeah, so I'm just going to like run up and and like yell, like, ah, and like flip my spear around and hit him with the butt of it on top of the head.
1: Okay. Um, After Felomir, it lingers for a while. The combat turns, go round after round, and he never shows himself. you will search and look. Even with my Potion of Sea Invisibility? Even with
0: Potion of Sea Invisibility, he's not there. And combat's over. I'm going to go uh, use my rope and tie up uh, Wily Kayo's hands behind his back and uh, just to make sure that he's not going to get up and start going for us again.
1: Okay.
3: Where'd Doroth go? Uh, uh, he just disappeared. He, he keeps appearing and disappearing.
1: I'm going to search the room, I guess, at this point. Okay. So, yeah, you, you do a deeper search, not like now not expecting to be attacked. You find in the like on the back wall of this basement that there is, like, broken bricks, and it goes into, like, a tunnel. Hey, guys, there's a tunnel over here. I'll just shout out to everyone. I'll, uh, run over and look down the tunnel. Okay. So the tunnel is large enough for you to stand in and walk in. Um, and you walk in, and it takes, like, a... a quick right turn like a big curve and it opens up to a chamber that is very dark uh but with your devil sight and dark vision but astra and finch you're kind of uh lost in this
0: well if i haven't if i started going that way i wanted to say if we're going to leave this room i want to hog time so that he can't actually get up and leave because I, I originally said only yeah you, you rope him he's he's he ain't going nowhere he ain't going anywhere okay
1: so then i'll follow okay um so are everyone going yes mm-hmm. yeah Okay, so you all head in that direction down the tunnel, and you go down to this big open chamber. Astra and Finch, you can't see anything right now?
0: Are you doing anything about that? Uh, I have a torch I can light. Okay. I would like to light it. Do you have light?
6: Oh, yeah. (laughs) I think so. Hold on. No, I don't think I ever got light. I have daylight. Oh, you have Actually, you know what?
0: because I, I still haven't really used this I, i'm not going to do the torch i'm going to put on my mini mining mitt i'm going to use the flashlight on it Mini yes. mining <laughs>
1: mitt. all right yes. so you take you put the mini the mini mining mitt on and you flip your wrist back like spider-man mm-hmm. and a little gem on the inside of the palm lights up like a flashlight and shows a beam of light within the area and together all four of you see three people in the chamber all tied up dorothy Captain Wiley Kayo and Siddeley, not in their attire. I knew
0: it! What? 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 Doppelgangers, I told you! Uh,
1: they're gagged and bound, and they can't speak. Are they conscious? They are conscious. I'm going to run over to Doroth. So, real
7: quick, I'm really mad about this. Uh, whenever I, I turn to try to push Doroth back, I was in between pushing him back and smashing him in the face with a mm. fly my iPhone potion. <laughs> 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 really mad I didn't go with a ladder. Nice. Yeah, we'll run over uh, run over
5: to them. And yeah. I guess I'll
7: untie Siddly.
5: Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go to Doroth. Doroth!
3: What's going on? What took you so long? What what happened?
4: What do you mean what happened? You tell me what happened.
3: You attacked us.
4: I what? I've been here. What happened? I mean, I don't know. I went to take a piss or or try to. And I was knocked out and I woke up here.
5: So, wait, you said we see the captain too,
1: right? Captain Ancidale. Yeah, the captain and Siddeley
5: are all tied up. I'm going to be like, oh, shit. And I'm going to run back into the other room.
1: Uh, The rapier is gone. The ropes have been cut. And the two have left. God damn it.
5: I'm going to run back downstairs <laughs> through the hallway. Be like, guys, the the other captain's gone and the rapier.
4: What? I tied him up so good. Of course they're gone, you dumb asses. Untie me right now.
5: Yeah, I guess I'll just start untying everybody. I'll look over at Sidley and I'll
3: ask him. Um, how, wait, how, how long have you been here?
1: <sighs> months. They've been asking me questions, and they basically just found out who I was. Who? (sighs) These gray, tall creatures. They captured me in the night while I was sleeping. They brought me here.
4: Does Doroth know what a doppelganger is? Yeah,
6: do any of us know what doppelgangers are?
0: Uh, Give me... I at least suspected it already. I don't know.
1: (laughs) I guess give me a history check.
6: 11. 10.
0: 15. 15. With
1: the critical, uh, Doroth, you definitely know what a doppelganger is. Though, the lore behind a doppelganger is no one's ever really seen one because they never really show their actual appearance. These two, however, started out with Siddeley only, And have been trading their positions as subtly in the community. Oh, gotcha. Okay,
4: but I did see the doppelgangers when they came down.
1: Yes, whenever they whenever they were changing into your forms, they had to leave their form, leave the other form to go into yeah their natural form to go back into your form. Okay. And the stranger person was the butcher. Hmm. Okay.
4: They're doppelgangers. They they can they can take the form of other people. It's it's really simple, actually.
6: What are doppelgangers doing here?
4: Well, I don't know. I've been tied up.
6: What did they want with you, Doris?
4: My fame and my attractiveness, obviously.
1: So it, Th- that must be why they wanted me too. I mean, I'm a famous captain.
5: So this happened last night to you two when you went outside.
4: I assume so. Yes.
5: What's the last thing you remember?
4: I remember pissing.
1: I remember you trying to piss. I don't think you ever pissed.
4: It's beside the point.
1: Well, I think you pissed now. Any points at your garments that you are wearing, which are not your normal garments.
3: Wow. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Where are my clothes?
3: I I think the doppelganger's still wearing it.
5: Does he have all your other stuff, too?
4: I don't know. I don't have it.
1: Look around the room. There's no stuff here.
5: Well, you did have a room at the end. Maybe your doppelganger left it there?
4: Of course! And maybe we'll find him there, too. So I'm going to stand up in my ill-fitting clothes. I'm assuming they don't fit me.
1: Yeah, they're just like basic linens, basically, because they had to use your clothes in order to oh my God. Uh, appear as you.
4: <laughs> so I'm going to try to, like, waddle <laughs> over to the doorway. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, aren't you coming? Yeah, Yo, let's go. So yeah, Wiley and Sidley are coming with us, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, so. they're,
1: they're ready to get the fuck out of here, too. Yeah, longer. Uh, so you're going to the inn, or you doing anything on the way out?
4: I'm going to the inn.
1: I guess when we run
7: out, I'm going to look around and see if I see the, the doppelgangers. Okay.
1: So, yeah. But as you run out, you do see that your rope has been cut. It appears that whenever you left into the tunnel uh, and didn't leave him guarded, that the fake Doroth came back and saved his friend. Oh, okay. I would assume
0: that means I need to get new rope now that it's all cut up shit. Probably. So. Okay. I'm not going to worry about picking it up
1: then. Okay. Okay. And so as you go upstairs... Uh, Dorothy, you don't remember this, uh, but there are the three rotting carcasses. You weren't—you were knocked out whenever you were brought through this room. Yeah, but it has smelled bad in the tunnel because the the smell is just filtering everywhere. Yeah,
4: but I'm not like up on it. Though. No, 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 no. So I want to enter that room, and the wall of smell just like knocks me to my my ass, basically. <laughs> oh,
1: god! And you make your way to the shop area slash living quarters and through the busted up door and whenever you turn and look this direction uh you do see that like uh with the mini mining net kind of guiding you throughout this room there is like a cracked area on the right side and whenever you peek around the wall there is an armoire that is attached to it and it seems there is probably an entrance through the armoire uh, who needs it
0: yeah we did just fine without it
1: you just busted through a wall there
0: was a whole ass like dungeon. well they shouldn't have painted a fake door on it yeah know? like they were asking for us to try and bust through there and you make your way out into the street and
1: sidely and the captain let out a gasp and just are excited to be out of that cellar especially sidely because he's been in there for like a month or two and you walk to the inn yeah, I guess so.
0: I'm gonna be like shifty out on just like everyone now. Yeah. Just like So
5: we heard that there were there was no guard. Correct here, right? Correct. There isn't okay. there's
0: at least one Crimson Command guy though. Yeah. I don't know who we can tell about this.
4: I wanna immediately start going up the stairs to the rooms.
0: Okay. So do, are you just bailing on them if they're standing
1: outside?
4: I'm trying to find my stuff.
0: Okay.
4: I'm defenseless basically right now. Yeah.
0: I'll mention at least to me after he says that that, uh, well, there's at least one Crimson Command member here at an outpost. We can always trust the command. Yeah, we should, I guess,
5: tell them after this. I assume, like, if Doroth is running, I'm going to keep pace with
3: them. I'm just yeah, I'd this say we're all trying to stay together.
5: And I guess they would still have your form,
3: right? Or the captains. And the captains. Sitting, what about the corpses? Can they turn into them? I don't know. I don't know that much about doppelgangers.
6: We probably shouldn't lose sight of the three of you so that if we come in contact with them, you know, we know that you're with us.
0: The real one, yeah. Yeah.
4: (laughs) I want to just be trying to open every door. If only you would
1: have just killed these fuckers. Yeah. (laughs) Right.
4: You almost did.
1: Could have switched to subduel and now (laughs) you're going to be paranoid every time you meet somebody. Stressed (laughs) out. So you head to the inn. Y'all are just rushing and talking, trying to get Doroth back to where his where he was. When you get inside the tavern, John Grahar uh, sees you and says, Oh, uh, you left your key here. Are you staying another night? My key? Yeah. You, you know, Captain. Captain, right here with you, bought a room for you. Captain, are you staying another night, too? Give me the key! He hands you the key.
4: Whatever number is on it, yeah. I'm going to that corresponding door, like, without just disengage from that conversation
1: so yeah you go to up the you run up the stairs to your room and you do see the backpack and the instruments the rapier is not there no the clothes are not there basically uh the conversation we had whenever they were not at the table and they were questioning why you had so many instruments um they just abandoned everything but weapons
4: okay but do they take the wand Uh, No, they they didn't know what to do. They didn't know they
1: didn't know what to do with it, so they left it behind. It's the only weapon I have now. So you no longer have the masterwork rapier. Oh,
4: I'm not gonna erase it because I'm gonna make a point to try to get it back.
1: (laughs) It's now a quest and a mission.
4: Yeah, I'll put it like it's a bullet point, like a side quest.
1: Stefan Grakaya, the Goliath, is in the tavern whenever y'all appear or show up. And the captain and him see each other and get into a conversation as that happened with Dorth and Jon Rahar. And Stefan and the captain kind of hug because the captain makes that embrace happen and Stefan doesn't really know why. And then they get the talking and captain explains that he's been captured and somebody's been under his disguise the whole time.
4: So I was wearing new clothes, right? Yes. Do I have my old clothes in my
1: pack? Sure. Yeah,
4: please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah,
1: you'll have your old clothes, uh, which was what now?
4: Oh, it was like some brown but not weather appropriate at all.
1: Yeah, not, it was like winter clothes. I'm thinking before Mithron. Yeah. You had those like, clothes probably in your backpack.
4: Oh, I don't remember. You okay. have like a vest <laughs> and like an undershirt. Think back you to the got the live superstar show. beanie. The what?
1: The superstar beanie, do you have that? Yes, I do. <laughs> you have some clothes. It's not an outfit you want to use for Loran, so you might have to find something. But it's all I got. Yeah, it's all you got right now. And the captain comes over to you guys after speaking with Jong. He says, all right, so that thousand gold, no more. I'll just take you for free if you're still trying to go to Luron for helping save me. Oh, cool. Very kind. But, like, what what should we do about these doppelgangers, though? I don't know. Did you not kill them? No, they got away. Are
3: you serious? We thought it was y'all. We didn't want to kill y'all. Well, we didn't want to kill y'all. Yeah, I mean, I thought I was the captain. I wasn't just going to kill him.
6: Wait, cat Very confusing situation. So
4: you're telling me you
6: had the opportunity to kill me,
3: and you didn't? N- no. Oh. Why, why would I kill you?
4: I mean, I'm not no reason why you would do that, of course. We're, we're friends.
3: Yeah, right?
4: Yeah, of course. Well,
5: look, this is very <laughs> touching, but the doppelgangers got away, so we should probably tell somebody.
0: What, you said you knew a
3: Crimson Command person here,
0: right? Well uh Odie gave me Odie Hotclaw gave me directions to the uh to Daggett at his outpost. Um so you know, I, I think I can lead us there. Yeah, I guess that's the highest authority here.
1: Yeah, and Siddelee also just runs off like had like left you guys a minute like before y'all got to the end to go to Odie because that's his probably his best friend. Yeah.
4: Uh-huh. <laughs> And he's got a seat to all the rotted food in his house.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, he's got some cleaning to do. So, yeah, y'all are going to the Crimson Command Outpost near the coast. Sure. All right. So you walk down to the coast road and uh, head over to the right, which is going to be basically northeast. And there is a small like shack, and it looks real run down. And there's a guy sitting outside of it. With basically like holding, it's holding a raven
0: and is like on his forearm and feeding it like worms. I'll uh, as we approach, I'll, I'll make the Crimson Command salute towards him and say, "Daggett." Uh, oh, oh!
1: And he like struggles to get himself into a position and stands up and he does the salute in an awful way. <laughs> um, but then he kind of manages himself into a good pose. He's reporting for
0: duty. Well, hi, Daggett. I'm Master Scout. Master,
1: Master Scout. Yes, I see the badge. Flynn Finch right? You can call me Finch. Oh, I got. I did send something, for to somebody about a Flynn Cartwright. Good. Yeah. How long have you been here? Uh, a long time. But nothing really happens here. So I, it's, you're shocking me here. So oh.
0: You haven't seen any irregularities recently in this town. I just
1: passed messages
0: from bird to bird. All right, Daggett, I'm gonna have to ask you that you start opening your eyes a little wider. There is doppelgangers in this town. Doppelgangers, what's that? They are people that take on the disguise of other people and run amok. They, they do harm and... But 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 I don't fight. What do you do, Daggett? I send messages. I'm here for
1: the birds come here and then I send birds everywhere else. Do the birds
0: fight? Well, send <laughs> send a bird to Gamora. Saying that Downland Harbor is infested with doppelgangers. Can I can do that? Yes. You need help. I oh, well, I, I don't need help. You need help, right? Are you gonna be here? Uh, we're. I'm actually on a mission to Laron. Oh, that's a long trip. So I cannot stay, but I need to also make sure that you and the Crimson Command can handle this. I, I will send
1: word to have people sh- people here, to to fight the doppelgangers.
4: Now hold I, on, hold on, hold on a second. Doroth pushes his way to the front. There are no guards in this town.
1: No, there's no reason for them.
4: Because you're here.
1: No, because I'm I'm not I'm not protecting the town. I I I receive a message, and the message says to send the message to other places. So I send the bird from this shack to other places to spread the word of the Crimson Command.
4: Finch, when you became a Crimson Command cadet, you had to go through
1: rigorous training, right? Correct. I I'm not a cadet. I'm just a messenger. So what? What do you do? I <laughs> handle the birds. They need to be fed. They need to be sent places.
3: Well, look, now there's a reason to have guards or some, some sort of protectors in this town. There's doppelgangers everywhere. Well, the Crimson Command can't... Shh. So send your little birds to whoever can bring guards and protect this town. You, you Permanently? Sit- yes. Or at least until the doppelgangers are gone.
1: The Crimson Command doesn't pay
5: for that. Look, maybe we should tell someone else in town. Maybe like Odie or Jong... Maybe one of them will help defend their home. Or at least. They don't even have a fucking mayor. <laughs> yeah, like
4: who, like who are we gonna tell? I mean, someone. We are that, the guys.
5: <laughs> someone that lives here. I mean, Odie Hawkclaw has a reason to defend against the doppelgangers now. I mean, they took Siddeley. Well, I'm sure Siddeley's told him all about it by now.
0: I would think, but still, the more people that know, the better. Send word to Gamore that Master Scout Finch is ordering some protection to Downland Harbor. As ASAP, as soon as possible.
1: I said I could do that. That, that. I just and, can't
0: fight. I'm, and that's fine. But I'm telling you to send this ASAP. I, I'm, I'm writing it right now. And I'm just going to kind of like hand in my forehead and turn around and look at like Philomere and everybody.
5: I guess we'll go to Odie. Yeah, I mean, we should let someone know. Well, I know the captain wants to leave tomorrow. Maybe we should just spread the word best we can and prepare to leave. I, mean, I know
4: what I'll do. When we were at the inn, were there any people there? Uh, a few. Okay. I, I, I want to spend the next uh, basically until we leave just playing rage against machine style songs at the end about the doppelgangers. <laughs> 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 trying to raise awareness. <laughs> right.
1: So
0: you're playing like an awareness festival all by yourself. Yes.
1: <laughs>
0: all right. So I'm going I'm going to as, as, before we leave, okay. you know, I'm, I'm just one more time. Like As everyone starts to walk away, I'm going to hang back just with Daggett for a Like, Keep an eye out. There are going to be duplicates of people. Someone that you think is that same person is going to act differently and odd. If you think anyone at all is acting odd like that, like not themselves, keep in mind that it could be not them. Does that make any sense? I, I guess, yeah.
4: We should also tell them where the hideout was. They may not use it again, but that's a they great may return to
0: it. I mean, do, do you know where Butch's Butchery is? Was? Oh yeah, uh,
1: they, they 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 closed down like six months ago. It's a front. They closed down like six months ago. The family moved away.
0: That that that's where it, exactly what my friend here said that that's a front. That's where they were
6: oh, holding no. people captive. Did, what happened to did, the family? The, uh, uh, what happened? You don't think that the corpses
5: there were bodies there it was probably the family
0: the family's dead include this in your note to go more. was Butch it which and w- was it one child and two adults yes could be them they're gone
4: oh no my condolences let's get on this frat at once
1: this is why it's so important i mean i can send messages i'm not i know you're like yelling at me to like send these messages now i'm working on it but you're telling me to fight and i don't know how to fight i don't know what to look for You're putting too much pressure on
4: me, Finch. I just want to reach up and slap him across the (laughs) face. Step out of it. For real, dude. Jesus. You're the
0: guy. I'll step up and put a hand on it and sort of like, it's okay, Daggett. You're you're a Crimson Command member. You can handle this. You were given this job because you have strength within you. You can handle this. I was given the job to send messages, Finch. And you will send them and you will do well.
6: Why do you keep saying it like I'm going to fight or something? Nobody's asking you to fight.
0: Send them messages. That is all. He's already got like one of them written. Okay. He's like, "Okay, I'm going to turn around. I'm going to turn away from this guy." The
1: outpost that I gave you are literally just for you to send messages. Okay, so they're, they're
0: not, not actually like command posts yeah, or anything. Yeah, like, the
1: Crimson Command is a very small organization, and they send, like, they're based out of Gamor, and they send people to handle things. Okay. But they're not, like, stationed armies all over the, the world. So do I
0: though, know of any other than Gamor and the one I started in Yen, then? Or is that, like, just the only stationary where I know I can get people from?
1: The one you started in Yin. They're technically cadets and trained and ready to fight. But, like, them just hanging out in Yen isn't the goal of Crimson Command. The Crimson Command is to find new imbalances, new problems, and go to them and fix them, and then leave. Well, this is
4: it. Dude, get those dudes.
1: (laughs) I mean, you could tell the Yen people to come to Downland Harbor and investigate the two doppelgangers until they're gone. You could leave Captain Gate out of it yourself. Like...
0: No, Captain Gate needs to know. I, uh, you know.
1: Well, I mean, he could know, but like, what I'm saying is, you can command them to come do this.
0: I want to do that. That sounds fun. <laughs>
4: yeah, dude, throw your weight around. So,
0: like, in, in the, in your note to Captain Gate and Gamore, let him know that I'm going to send the members from Yin to Downland Harbor to check this out.
1: Okay, P- permanently
0: in, until the situation is resolved.
1: Oh, okay, okay, okay.
0: I can do that. And so I'm also gonna. be like, there is a place called Yin.
1: Oh, oh, yeah, I got a report about that. Um, I've added it to the location, and that's this bird. And he pulls a little, like a bird that has like a white <laughs> head instead of like a full black <laughs> nice. body. Nice, and that's this bird. And he he's the one that goes to Yin from here.
0: Let Lieutenant Connor know in Yin. Let them know that I have found an imbalance of chaos in Downland Harbor, and that their presence is requested. Maybe, or uh, tell them to talk to Odie when they get here. Yeah. Yes, and uh, let them know to go to Odie Hot Claw. We will let them know about the Doppelgangers. Okay. I've got it. I'll write it and I'll send it now. Thank you. And I'll I'll give them the salute.
1: And then you all walk away. So, yeah, you all head back to the inn. Is there anything else that needs to be done?
4: I want to get on stage immediately and pull out my... Loot? A loot is like a. Like a good guitar, guitar, yeah. Okay, he's gonna start playing some power chords on that shit. (laughs) (laughs) He he learned this when he went back to college.
0: (laughs) He learned a power chord in college.
4: Yeah, just to get everyone's attention, just get on some power chords and go, ahem! Ladies and gentlemen, this is a public service announcement. I am Doroth, and I'm coming with no sass. The doppelgangers are in town, and they're coming for that ass. Oh, the doppelgangers! Coming for that ass and just do that over and over again.
1: So, after you get to the inn and Doroth is going ham on his loot, uh, what about the four of you?
7: Drinking.
4: <laughs> <But> what? <laughs> wow. Some of us handle problems like that, dude. Well, you know,
5: it's a stressful day. No
4: judgment. that it's been, it's, been it's
7: been a stressful few few butts. I Kath. will
6: sit with Keth, but I am not drinking. I am just all eyes on everyone everywhere. <laughs>
5: Uh, is would Odie or Siddeley happen to be here? Uh, they are not. Okay. Well, I would nothing specific. I'd probably just be sitting with everyone. But before we leave, I would like to at least
0: inform. Yeah. Odie. I mean, you can go to Odie at the general store.
1: Okay. I, I mean,
0: I want to talk to Odie too. I told those guys to go <laughs> talk to him when they yeah. got here. So.
1: Uh, you two just want to hang back in the inn and drink your sorrows away, slash guard somebody drinking their sorrows away. I'm just
6: away? gonna. I just want to keep my eyes on Doroth now.
1: Okay, that, well, that, I, that also makes sense. You probably don't want to have one person by themselves.
6: Yeah. That and uh, it, it's pretty clear that
4: I am acting like myself at this point.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes, well, um, we're going to go uh, talk to Odie, guys, uh, but we'll be back as soon as we can.
6: Okay, just please be careful. Don't split up.
1: Oh, no, of course not. All right, so Finch and Felomir, you head out and you go back to Odie Hot Claw's general goods or Hot Claw goods, whatever I called it. And you walk into the door and he sees you and he says, he told me everything. You saved him. Uh, yeah, but the doppelgangers got away. Yes, but but you saved him.
5: Right. Yeah, but there's still a big problem around here. So you need to maybe gather some people who are willing to keep an eye out or like a neighborhood watch. Something. You know? Why don't you guys have guards again?
1: I mean, we haven't needed them for any reason.
5: Well, it might be time to to have a meeting and
0: form some. You need them now. More than ever.
1: Well, who's going to train them?
0: I have have Crimson Command members coming. Word is being sent as we speak. They're going to come to you first. Okay. You're going to brief them on the situation. They will help train people that you and them see fit to be the guard. Okay. So, well,
1: I guess we need to put a, a town council together or something. Something like that. Maybe elect a mayor. A mayor?
5: Yeah, a mayor. You know, like someone to like run the day-to-day operations of
1: the town. Okay. Um, I just never really saw Downland Harbor turning into that sort of city. But it, maybe it's time. Yeah, I mean, you guys get a lot of, of sea traffic through here, right? Yeah, but I mean, it's just people coming in and out. We've never really had a reason to have a leader. I mean,
0: they just bring in shipments and they get on wagons and they leave. Well, someone needs to take charge, and it can't be us. We can't stay here forever. I,
1: I agree, and I, need, I understand.
0: And again, when, when the Crimson Command gets here, maybe you can help elect one of them to be a temporary, in, temporarily in charge, but they can't stay forever either.
1: I would say you at least need a small city watch. Okay, we'll see what we can do. I'll get the oldest people together.
5: And in the meantime, the doppelganger oldest people. <laughs> <laughs> the older
1: they are, the wiser, right? Always. <laughs>
0: I mean, it's best for the old people to say what goes, right? Like, what happens?
1: I agree
5: 100%. Only
0: only if their head is on straight. Not not because you're old doesn't mean you're smart. Well,
5: I don't know. You know, wisdom does come with age, Finch.
0: And that may be true, but doesn't mean just because
5: you
1: have age doesn't mean you have wisdom. Look, just use your judgment, okay?
4: <laughs> I love this argument. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Yeah, maybe we can also get some of the uh, nobles in charge of things. Do you have nobles? Yeah, there's one noble that lives in a mansion up on the hill.
0: If they care about this town and they care about people being free and healthy, then they should be a part of the council.
5: Yes, I will say there are at least two doppelgangers that we saw firsthand. There could be more. Yeah, that's what Siddeley said. They were like tall, grayish beings with, with no gender. Something like that. And then they you know, take on the form of people they capture somehow. Beware of anyone not acting
1: like themselves.
5: Yeah, I mean, you saw Siddeley the past few months.
1: Yeah, he seemed confused.
5: Exactly. Yeah, if you see anyone else like that, you have reason to be suspicious. Okay. Inform
0: Daggett of anything. Before the, if the, before the Crimson Command gets here, <laughs> if something else suspicious happens before my men get here, at least let Daggett know. Okay, and
1: what, a, what, a, what is he supposed to do if I tell him something?
0: Tell him to either send word, you know, uh, my yin people, or to Gamor.
1: Okay, okay. I can do that. Yeah. Okay. Well, it was nice meeting you. Yeah, same. I'm sorry that your experience in Downland Harbor wasn't so wasn't as peaceful or joyous.
0: I mean, it was interesting. Before we go, Odie, we're in, we're in his goods store, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, can I get 50 foot of hemp rope?
1: Oh, sure. And he goes over to the aisle that fake Siddeley was putting a spool of rope on whenever y'all first met him. And he grabs this spool of rope and hands it to you. How much? Oh, no, you, you can have it. You saved Siddeley. I'll thank you and give him a Crimson Command-like salute. Well, I guess I'm going to go drink now. I'll just walk out and go back to the inn. And then you'll go back to the inn. Coming
2: for that ass!
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then tomorrow you all get on a boat and head to Luron.